Hello. What's going on? What's going on? What's up, man? Hey, what's happening? What's happening? What's going on? How you feel? Well, all right, man. Yeah. Playing a little guitar. That's about it. Playing a little guitar, man. You know, Al. You may be an oh wait, wait. This is Done Son Talk number one oh one, ladies and gentlemen. Number one oh one. No, we got over a hundred. You may Congrats. you may be like you you may be the person that you have like I mean you play guitar. You're an artist. I do, I do, I do. Mm-hmm. You know, you had a radio station. You had a TV network. You know, you have. Was that always something that you always had many different things that you were involved in, many different interests? Not that you had them, but you executed on them. Yeah, I think so. I think you know, be, me being from the south, you know, it's not a lot of time to. You have a lot. Of, you have a lot of time to feel. Um, so you find things to do. So I picked up guitar years ago. And I've been kind of get, I'm getting back into it now. So, um, but yeah, so that and you know uh, what I realized very young is the same method you use to learn how to write your name is the same method for everything. You know, you practice and you get better and better, and you know, and next thing you know, you're writing your full name out. It's the same thing with anything. Man. So, so yeah. why not? Why not take advantage of you know? Uh, so if there's something that you want to do, do it. Because life is short, so why not try to get good at everything you can do? At least try it. Man, keys of life, keys of life. And, and have you found as you as you begin to you know train up your you know your next Jedi? Is that something yeah. that you that you you know definitely are intentional? And I'm sure this is like, you know, kiddie things, but, you know, just are you very intentional from the beginning? Like, you know, I want to impart that. Yeah, I think so. He's about to turn five next month. So I'm going to buy the first guitar for his birthday. Nice. So hopefully he'll, you know, glean some things from me and what I've learned. And, but I don't want to push him. If he wants to play it, good. If he doesn't, you know, I think, you know, I think somebody said, somebody great said, you know, I think it was uh, Fred Taylor, which I was, coin from him you know exposure leads to expansion so you just expose the kids to whatever you expose them to and just take it from there they'll do, they'll do the rest if they like it they'll they'll cling on to it if they don't they'll throw it away and move on to something else man you know what better way to start a new episode with al's antidotes you know <laughs> <laughs> and they're gems you can use in your day-to-day life and that is 100. But we're here today to talk about violence. We're here to talk, we're here today to talk about, real quick, about uh, something that took Baltimore City by storm. Um, definitely became a national story. And I'm, I'm guessing in some cases a worldwide story because, you know, boxing is worldwide. Um. On April 22nd, 2023, a great thing happened, a great event, something that was stewing for a while. And finally, crap, my favorite was up. Mad crazy. Um, Something that happened, you know, a boxing, you know, situation, something that was trash talked for a minute. 
and finally was resolved a highly anticipated fight between Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia. And uh, I'll get to it. You know, what is, uh, oh, you know what? One other thing I wanted to get to, because, you know, a lot of times when we bring up, you know, boxing episodes, boxing, you know, aficionado things, they like to talk about the gate and just how big of an event that it was. Uh, A lot of these numbers, great that we did this podcast at this point, because a lot of these numbers are now being, you know, out there. Uh, the fight was 1.2 million pay-per-view buys for Showtime, and it generated a 22.8 million gate at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Uh, the 1.2 million pay-per-view buys would tie UFC 194 in 2015, that and also the 2017 bout between Alvarez and Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. The 17th most in combat sports history. And I saw some recent where, uh, let me see here. I saw something recent where they had, crap. Oh, they had some of the biggest fights in Las Vegas as far as ticket sales. Obviously, number one is Mayweather versus Pacquiao, which was 72.2 million. Ha, huh. number two, guess who did it? Mayweather versus McGregor, 54.4. Of course, Canelo comes in three and four with the Golovkin fights, uh, respectively. And number five now is Davis versus Garcia at 22.8 million. So our, our Baltimore guy made some history. Um, what else? Uh, what else I wanted to get into? I wanted to get into also, basically, you know, if you if you don't know the results of the fight, you've been underneath a rock or you don't have Instagram, and that's good for you. Um, Davis won the fight uh, versus Garcia, delivered a short left-handed liver punch, which, funny thing, Al, I forgot that the liver punch was such a devastating punch. You know, I, I, you know, and it's funny watching the fight. I did the punch happened so quick. I didn't even like I saw he threw the punch, but it was not like I guess the camera angle that they gave just did not show the punch well, you know, during the fight because I saw the punch and then he stepped back and then you saw the Bruce Lee, you know, death blow just happen. And then that was the end of that. I know you were going through technical difficulties at the time, I believe, with the or you were doing mm-hmm. something else. Um, did you get a chance to see that that punch when it happened? Of course. Of course. What were some of your initial uh, thoughts? Because uh, you know, I, you know, did you recognize it on, was a lip on punch? the punch or just the whole? Uh, I didn't uh, actually. What happened? Uh, sadly enough, I I don't know if I want to say this on online, but. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I watched yeah. I watched the fight from um, yeah yeah make it make it clean from my computer. Just <laughs> <laughs> say I watched it from my computer. All right, I'm not gonna say what kind of fight yeah, I went go. to or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I happened to watch it and uh, and right when he got punched, uh, when Ryan got punched, I saw I saw him back up and then my 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 uh, screen froze. And next time I get a call from Mickey, so I'm like. 
Mickey, I, I didn't even ask for Mickey because I, first of all, Mickey does not call me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey's talked on the phone maybe three times our whole friendship. Yeah, that's so crazy. I was like, either, either Tank got knocked out or, you know, <laughs> so I, I text Mickey like, do not call me. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I ended up, next thing I know, they're hugging when my spring came back. So I was like, all right, so I had to go back and, you know, uh, watch, but it was, it's, it's, uh, it was an amazing fight for what I saw. Um, I had to go back and watch the full thing, but it was, it was a really good, um, it was a really good bout for both of them, to be honest. I mean, Ryan showed flashes, um, especially in the sixth round. I thought Ryan, um, did a pretty good job in that, in that, but as far as the punch is concerned, I mean, um, this is what Tank does. I mean, you know, it, and it's, it's, it's a brilliant strategy for him because he's such a smaller opponent. When he gets low, I mean, what are you going to do if he gets low? Yeah. How do you counter that? Yeah. If he gets low and close to you, the amount of power he can put in the shot from that angle and him to be so compact, it's like anybody's going down from that shot. And I think what happened to Ryan is, uh, I don't want to you know jump ahead too much, but um, I think Ryan could have gotten up. Not to say that, that that shot wasn't like terrifying. It was. But I think in that moment, Ryan was like, if I do get up, Tank's going to knock me out. Yeah. Let me just chill. Let yeah. me just sit down. Yeah. Which is smart. I mean, Ryan's a handsome guy. Uh, and nobody wants to end up on YouTube getting knocked out. Yeah. So... But that's, but that's the game we play. So I think Ryan took a moment to say, you know what? He got the best of me. Let me just bow up gracefully. And I think he did. So not to say that that shot wasn't crazy. I'm not saying that. But I think Ryan knew the writing was on the wall. So did Tank. You know, so there's that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think um, I don't think he could have continued. He probably could have maybe pushed himself but i've been researching this liver shot and it's something that i've always known about but i i i feel like i haven't seen recently um and maybe it's just the boxing matches that i've been catching i haven't seen a lot of people go out with the um the liver shot recently um just in my passing and uh but my research you know basically when you get hit in your liver it's like it's just nothing you can do you know? Yeah, it's control all the lead. Yeah, you know, it just yeah. it just pretty much, you know, just pretty much sets the whole thing down. And it's funny looking at other fights with Javante, it seems to be one of his um his go-tos. I've seen a couple other bouts where he that's his go-to. Like the liver shot seems to be something that he has mastered very well. And uh, it's very his style has evolved a little bit and I, I think I don't think Javante gets a lot of credit for some of the development that has happened with him because I've been you know I'm from Baltimore we're from Baltimore um you know every fight that ha Tank has had we've watched and you know I remember when he looked like you know he was definitely still learning but what he always had he always had that knockout power like that is the one thing that has stayed consistent when and when when in doubt just just keep hitting them and at some point 
you just can't withstand. It's kind of crazy when you look at, you know, just his stature. You're like, but he has, like, just unbelievable, you know, Tyson-esque knockout power. And um, to Ryan's, you know, credit, I'll give him this. I thought that they had a good game plan that maybe was unsustainable. Like, they realized they had the size advantage, and they kind of, like, would do these barrages where it seemed like physically Tank didn't have an answer for when he would do these barrage type, you know, barrages. Like I'm just going to run into him and just kind of like keep hitting him and keep hitting him and keep hitting him because crazy enough, as much as we talk about his knockout power and just being a guy that can throw like a sledgehammer at you, he doesn't throw a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, he kind of, he just picks his shots. He really is more of like a, a counter puncher. So he kind of like will not throw that. Matter of fact, I believe one of the charts I saw, he was ahead in the punches, but he didn't wow. have the power shots. He wasn't leading in the power shots, but he did. Who are you talking about? Javante uh, Ryan, or? Ryan. Okay. Ryan was, uh, yeah. Ryan was leading with uh, the amount of shots he had thrown. But he wasn't leading in the power shots that were thrown. That Javante was just out of here on that. And uh, remember, I think I when we talked, I told you that in the second round, he had put Ryan down in that round. Like he had hit him with right. a shot, and he fell to he fell down, and he he kind of he got back up. But it was like there was a clear in the second round when that happened. It was a clear understanding. Okay, tank is tank. If Ryan's not going to be able to box him out, like he's gonna, he's gonna have to make a decision. Okay, we got to get him up out of here. Like if if this is not going to go twelve rounds, like the power is just too much. He could be not necessarily accurate at his punches and maybe not really beat Ryan up. All he needs is one, and right. and you just up out of there, and so. Um, I thought it was a great fight for boxing. I think people actually looking online, it doesn't seem like people were that were disappointed. You know, I mean, some people were just they wanted more of a blood brawl type of thing, um, back and forth. But I saw a lot of people that were were satisfied with the results. Um, what do you think? Yeah. You know, this fight means for, I mean, what do you think this fight now that it's over, you know, what do you think, um, what do you think this fight did for boxing, you know, in its current, current climate? Cause we got a lot of fights that we're trying to put together right now, but what do you think this single, you know, bout between these two really means for, you know, the temperature of what's going on? Do you think it really affected the general energy of what's going on? Uh, yeah, yeah. This is like the the second wave of the uh, the next um, series of stars that we're gonna have in this in this uh, sport. I agree. We haven't had you know a lot of stars recently. You know, you got Arrow, you got uh, Bud Crawford. Yeah, but they're not fighting each other. But I see these young guys Shakur. understanding. And this is the thing about Shakur is one of them. What's the other guy? Um, Haney. Uh, I forgot his name. Haney. 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 Yeah. So um, there, there's, a, there's a crop of okay. young. Uh, and Tima Fimo is another one. Um, Tima Fimo Lopez is another one. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're, they're coming up, and uh, this is this is probably one of many. But this was interesting because I honestly feel like um, even with the press conference and stuff, maybe I'm older now, or maybe I can see through the cracks. But this was just like this was business. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't. I never looked at it as like those two having bad blood. No, you know what I'm saying. This is just like they tried. You know, this, yeah, they try to manufacture some kind of, but you know, WWE. If you, if you, you're right. You can clearly see that this is more of like, all right, let's make this money, let's make it as entertaining as possible, and whoever wins wins, and we'll be cool afterwards. And I yeah. think Ryan wanted to be friends with Tank more than Frank wanted to Tank wanted to be with Ryan. Yeah. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, but uh, you know, I think Ryan was like, he really made a point to be friends with Tank after the fight. But um, I mean, I'm happy for both of them. It, it it does show a little bit of well, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say it's biased, but people actually like Ryan. Yeah, and I've I've seen uh, um the over, overwhelming response to people like it's okay, Ryan, you're you're good, you did an amazing job, and I, I think had Ryan beat Tank, that wouldn't have been the sentiment. No, not at all. He looks like <laughs> what they he looks like what they want to be the face of boxing like you know it i i tank looks like you know he he looks like you know the hood like he and as much as we have always had a boxer that came from the hood or came from circumstances that i don't know this is boxing this is people fighting people but for whatever reason when it comes to african americans you know when you don't fit that prototype that they feel comfortable with. They kept saying that this was the fight for the face of boxing. Yeah. But it really was to your point a fight for if Ryan would be all that he spoke himself up to be. And you know, Tank basically, you know, can he can he, you know, win the fight? If if he can win the fight, then he's good. If he can lose the fight, if he loses the fight, then you know all of all the things that they said about him is not true. He's not as great as people were trying to make him out to be. But it was Ryan's fight to really win and take the rocket up. Yeah, you know I mean, because I just saw something. I just saw something where they did like a a pound for pound list, and they left him off of there, or they made him ten on that list, and I was like, dang, you know. That was a was pretty good. That was a pretty. Oh, you saw that? I was just looking at it right now. Uh, I don't even have him on the list to be honest. I don't see him on the list. Yeah, I think they, they got. Uh, they got Haney. Oh, ESPN. They got Haney number ten. They got Shakur number nine. And then yeah, he's not even on the list. Yeah, I think he's got to be top ten. I mean, we can have arguments about where he is on top ten because yeah, I mean it's a couple of fights. I mean, I I, I count Ryan. Because Ryan was, you know, he was doing this thing. Like, and he's a he's a name. Whether some of that is clout or, you know, some of that is mixed in with skill. He's still he's still a name that I don't think even even before Tank, it was a name that a lot of people wanted on their list of people that they took out. Um, he, he, you know, he matters in the game. And you can't take that away from him. He didn't lose prior to this loss. And so it was. It was a big ticket to knock Ryan off. Um, 
Tank should be in the top 10. But I, I understand the argument on some level that people are talking about. It's not Shakur. You know, Shakur, people are talking about him. It's not Haney. Um, it's not Bud. But is but is Bud yeah. Bud is Bud one forty though? Uh, he's the West Wake champion. I think I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't yeah, know any of these. Uh, it's so many. But though. he's he's pound for pound number one. They got him pound for on ESPN. Pound for pound number one. I mean, Bud is nice though. Bud is nice. I think Arrow destroys Bud. Really? It ain't gonna be easy, but I think Arrow is way better than Bud. I've seen. I've never been impressed by Bud. Mm. I think he's a slow starter. He is Same thing with Tank. I think Tank is a, is a very slow starter. Um, and I think honestly, uh, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back to something you said about, um, and this has been on my mind for a while about black fighters and just black athletes in general. I mean, there's no reason why, uh, Mayweather is not beloved by all of America. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever really seen Mayweather like get endorsement deals? No. Nah. You know, say so like, granted, you've got some stuff outside of you know, um, some legal issues he's had. But I mean, most a lot of athletes have. I I'm just shocked that somebody as um, decorated, decorated as Floyd does not get. Like I I just remember when he fought uh, Conor McGregor, and they panned out to like after one of the the little talks they had, they panned out to. Um, they were in Vegas and all the Irish flags and they were singing. I'm like, yo, why doesn't Mayweather have this? Yeah. You know, I, th- oh, I think we know why. Yeah. I think we know why. Anytime we have a, um, a black athlete that is successful and, and, uh, and confident very much. So, uh, America that we want, they want us to be as humble as possible. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, I'm just, I'm just here, and I, I just want to have a good fight, and you know, yeah. And if you're a little brash or you're um, a little show off a little bit, oh, America hates that. But let let Ryan do that. Oh, eat it up, eat it up. You know, so it's about image, man. And you know, it's it's unfortunate, but uh, but think how much money is left on the table. As much as money, as much money as Mayweather has gotten, he could have gotten so much more had people really. Uh, look past the racial element of it and really looked at who he was as a, as a, as a tremendous athlete. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's unfortunate that, you know, it's no different than Muhammad Ali, how he, he talked in a way, especially in his time, being a confident black man and, and being able to, you know, and, and, and being entertaining also, like, you know, there's an entertainment element that I think some boxers, you know, they are more skilled at being able to kind of, uh, the only thing I could, you know, relate it to is like boxing. I mean, uh, not boxing, like wrestling, pro wrestling, where it's like, you know, you have the heel and then you have the baby face. Now I feel like black people can only, and I mean, I guess let me give some inside scoop. The baby face is the good guy and the heel is the bad guy. And so you have somebody like, um, uh, I'm trying to think of like the rock is a great uh, rock top of mind, right? The rock at one time was a bad guy. Um, when he was a uh, nation of the de- uh, de- uh, nation of denomination, nation of denomination, but the nation, 
Um, right. People would say, die, Ricky, die. I mean, die, Rocky, die. Like, I mean, it was really crazy. And then Rocky turned to a baby face where everybody loves Rocky. People calling people jabronis and stuff like that. And I feel like when you look at the African-American athlete, I feel like the only space that's available for them is babyface. They can't be. You mean heel. You mean heel. I mean heel. Yeah, I'm getting my wrestling terms uh, mixed up. Yeah, you can you can only be a heel. Like you can't be right. a babyface. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Ric Flair can be a bad guy. He can be a good guy. You know, he can you know poke somebody's eyes out and then he can go kiss babies. You know, shake hands and kiss babies, and people are gonna love him. But let a black athlete do that. Um, and The Rock is probably one of the rare times that you see somebody be able to f- do a 180 and become a good guy and become beloved. Um, generally speaking, you wouldn't see, you know, it wasn't a lot of black uh, wrestlers that was able to kind of uh, make that jump to people can love them or hate them, but they'll still rock with them. And I feel like Mayweather, well, me, you know, is in let that Let me space. push back on that. Let me push back on that because now that I think about it, I think there's one boxer that I think people that was black that people generally generally love. There's two now, definitely. One is Mike Tyson, but at the time he was a villain. But yeah, over the years he's turned into a beloved character uh, for whatever reason. <laughs> um, but what what did he have to do to get to that point? How much softening in the um, the public eye did he have to do to get to that point? I mean, he's gone on. I've seen him on the hangover. I've seen him dressed up like uh, Dracula at one point. I've seen him uh, dance with Bobby Brown. I've seen him on stage do his own personal one man show, bearing his whole heart yeah. to America about all the you know wrong he's done. You know, uh, to now get to this point where he's Oh, that's Mike Tyson. We love him. He smokes weed all the time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but look, um, look, look and the what other, he had to do. Look, he had to. He had to. Yeah, but the other person. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I would say a lot of people enjoy Roy Jones Jr. I don't remember when he was on top. I don't remember people saying that they disliked him. But he definitely fits the profile of what you would hear. Like, I mean, as far as, like, people disliking him. He definitely fits the profile. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder what I wonder what Roy Jones did that made people love him. Was his, was his uh, talent undeniable? Was it the fact? Didn't he want uh, a gold medal, I think, in the Olympics? Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's part of it. I don't know, man. Maybe people get attached because you know the Olympics and stuff. But yeah, people um they love him. Now Roy they, talk I, cash-ish, man. Always, Roy, oh, Roy absolutely. Talk. Y'all must, y'all must have forgot. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> can't be touched. <laughs> exactly. I I don't know, man. Um, but it's funny. But, Somebody do a yeah, do a podcast on that. How did Roy Jones talk that much crap? And nobody was like, yo, I know somebody, I, I knew somebody that like, they hated uh, Mayweather. 
And I mean, this right. all came down. There were some cultural things in that too, because I think Chavez was somebody that they really looked up to, and there was a cultural connection in that. You can put those things together, and they hated. Um, I don't know, like they 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 hated um, Mayweather. Like they they I don't know they anybody that was I don't know they I guess they would say that they're not like that, but they 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 love McGregor. And there's so much wild stuff that McGregor said, and the way that they would talk about how that wasn't you know racist or wasn't discriminatory was bonkers i mean that alone somebody should do a think tank on but they hated mayweather and i was kind of like yo you do know that they some of these sticks they're doing similar stuff i mean the only thing is mayweather's stuff isn't racist not that i i didn't hear anything racist but he just didn't and something about a confident black man that don't need you he's in a position of power it makes it can make people feel uncomfortable. I think I realize what it is, man. Okay, you got to spit it to me. I think I, I'm looking at I'm looking at his I'm looking at his uh, his record, and I'm looking at the people he's fought. Come on, Roy Jones. I don't think he really fought anybody white, and if he did, he lost to Joe Calzaghe. Mm. Um. But I don't know if there's anybody here he's fought that was white per se, white American. That's interesting. I'm surprised because he beat a lot of people. Surprised that he doesn't have but, at least it, one. But, but think about it. I mean, granted, there ain't been so many white fighters. <laughs> but just think in, in his prime of primes, everybody he fought was either blacks or Mexicans. Man, something to do with it. You know, maybe so. But Mayweather. I mean, he the had way, Oscar. Mayweather, Mayweather he had Oscar, which that that might have been that might have been it, because everybody loves Oscar. People loved Oscar, and he did come to a ring in a Mexican, <laughs> in a sombrero yeah. and Mexican colors. You know that you yeah. know that can be you know, but still, you, and you know think- what? I don't, I don't remember Roy Jones being flashy either, like with his dress. No, nah, he was like flashy. what he wore. He was flashy. You think so? Yeah, he was flashy. I mean, in my mind, I see him just in a tracksuit. <laughs> in my mind, that's what I, I mean, see. he did do that too. But when they had press conferences, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, go and you know, you know, I guess you know, do your googles. But I remember him coming to those um, those uh, press conferences where you know, and he would have you know, and I feel like one of them he had a suit on, or a few of them he had suit on, but maybe, maybe not. I do remember track short track suit Roy, but I yeah. thought he also would be suited too. I don't know. Maybe it's the legal issues. I don't know, man. Because he never had any legal issues that, to, no. that, to my knowledge. No, no. He, he definitely you was know? pretty straight arrow from what I have known of him. But he talked a lot of trash. I mean, I feel like there are many cases oh, of course. that we saw somebody talk, you know, trash. And people, you know, I, I, I will never understand the thing where it's like they want you to get to the mic and say, um, you know, um, I'm here and, um, you know, um, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to give it my all. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I'm ready. Uh, we had a good camp. Uh, I, feel, I feel great. 
I, I feel I got energy and, um, you know, I think that we're going to have a great fight. That's, that's the kind of thing they want. They don't want to hear, yo, I won before I even got here. This guy's trash. You know, they, like once you start going there, they're like, ah, no, no, no. You know, and so guys listening to the podcast, let us know, what do you think makes the African-American athlete be hated, like disliked, and it wasn't their skill? It wasn't their talent. Like, what made them be disliked? Al and I are thinking that it is um, you can't be flashy. Is that what we agree upon? Like, if, if you're oh, not, no, I'm not agree- No, I'm not agreeing. I'm not agreeing to that. I just think it's something deep-rooted in uh, – think about it. It's just as, – as, as people in America for a very long time, uh, the power structure has been that white people are on top. So when you when you get into the arena of sport, that's not always the case. So there's always like a great white hype yeah. around somebody white that can beat up on these black guys or whatever. And, it's, and the reason behind that is because they're like, wait a minute, we, we do all these things <laughs> very well in America. We control all this. And we can't train somebody up to be the next big white person to, to, you know, make everything great in boxing, you know? Yeah. Boxing would love there to be some white guy that's just amazing at boxing. Oh, yeah. All right. You know? Oh, yeah. It, it, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. I was going to say I agree with you. And it's funny. I'm trying to think of who was the last. It hasn't been like I'm talking like apple pie white guy oh oh, no 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 i mean let me tell you who it is it's um uh what what's i'm sorry to use the word gypsy what's his name gypsy gypsy king uh anyway tyson tyson fury that's the closest we've gotten i mean and you i'll even give i'll even give them you know he's mexican his phenotype will consider him he looks white passing they have canelo what do you canelo what do him yeah, but other than that, which he's not, he's not white. I yeah, know he's, he's Mexican, not white, yeah. but but he looks as close as he can be to a redheaded white guy. So you know, um, but they're putting that on him because he he. I think he's a proud, like he he proudly. Oh, for sure, rocks. You know yeah. what I mean? So they they he can he can assimilate, but you know, once you hear him talk, you realize, oh yeah, no. Nah. Why do you think Conor McGregor is the way? I mean, Conor McGregor is beloved, you know? Beloved. Talks the most young. Smacked someone on on camera, allegedly. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, all the disrespect you could ever do to any person. You know, you like literally said, I will go to your favelas. Is is that, what did he say that to, um... What's his name? Aldo. Aldo. You know what I mean? I will go down to your favelas and just some wild stuff. And it's like, can anybody else say that? Can anybody no. else say, you know, that type of stuff? You know what I mean? I don't know. But yeah. um let's uh yeah. let's uh what what do you see as the future for uh the next fight that you would be excited to see? I feel like Tank's probably gonna take some time. I don't see him going well, back, you know, soon back into the well, ring. Well, I think, 
I think Ryan, uh, this might be the last time we hear Ryan. Wow, that's a wild <laughs> take, man. That's a I, I wild think so. take. I think it is, but I honestly think that, uh, not that we won't see him any. I think this is the highest that we've seen of Ryan Garcia. This is it. This is the pinnacle. I felt like that, that wild take needed some type of auteur because that because he's young. I mean, the people still want to see young. him. I, I, you know what? This is totally off subject, but I do want to say this to an earlier point. I hate the way how many videos I saw of people saying Luke. I mean, uh, not Luke. Um, Mortal Kombat. Um, I can't think of the other guy that. Uh, Luke Thomas does the show with Mortal Kombat. But the other guy is like doing what you're talking about. Like, yeah, Ryan, I think he's got a chance. I think he could come back. And this, I was just like, I, I like how Luke was saying, like, you know, if, if he is going to come back, there, there are some holes in his game that are apparent. Like, yeah, I mean, who's he going to fight? You know, who's he gonna, I don't know who he's going to, I don't know who he would fight that. He says he's I going think, up to one forty. Uh, I, I think Garcia I said he's not gonna he's not gonna drop to one thirty five anymore because it's it's probably it's probably difficult for him to well he had to make one thirty six for this one but and he had to rehydrate so you know contractual you know stuff but I think he probably one forty is probably a better place for him to be but I don't think there's any easy fights at one forty. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, but I think for I'm concerned about Javante. Uh, um, I was looking at some videos of him the other day, and no disrespect to you, Javante, if you're listening. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's listening to your podcast. But um, I thought he was deaf, man, because the way he looked when somebody asked him a question, he has a stare. Have you, ever, have you ever noticed that before? I'm, I'm all, I know I'm all over the place. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't you, notice that. I didn't notice that. You, you didn't. If you ever look at an interview with Javante, his stare when somebody's asking him a question is like he's looking through the person. And I'm thinking to myself, is he like reading his, his lips or? I mean, but he's, he's, I'm concerned he's, about. It. Go ahead. What see, you he say? seems like a very seems like a very serious dude. Um, and maybe that could so. be really. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I think he's, I, when I when I've seen, he seems like he's fun loving. Uh, you know, has like like to like to have a good time. But uh, any just go back and look at some of his interviews. The stare that he gives to people is just like, I, again, um, I'm concerned about him because you know CTE is a real thing. Listen, and he's a young guy. Am I the only one? Am I the only one seeing this? I didn't. I didn't. I'm gonna go back to the tape and. Uh... Um, it's not even that. I'm even adding in his speech. His speech is, you know. Well, he's better. He's a lot better than the first time I saw him. You know, one hundred percent. Like I going back to being from Baltimore, I've seen fights from day one. Like I'm talking Mayweather's in the ring next to him, like probably arms length away, like really taking him, helping him get through. Um, really more so just like, I guess it, when certain questions are coming on, just helping them out in the beginning, beginning, what I heard at that point, 
I'm like, oh, okay, this is the beginning. Like, you know, it right. sounds like um, he sounds way, way better. Like, even I, I, I like this last, um, you know, when they were talking to him. Um, I feel like in the beginning to somewhere in the area of what we're talking about right now, like he was very guarded in, in the beginnings. Like he really just said what needed to be said and he didn't really um say too much. This last this fight to me, I feel like it's his breaking out party because this is the first time when they did the rollout, because uh, before you know, at, before they start the fight, they had this whole Showtime storyline, whatever, whatever. And he seemed mm-hmm. so comfortable. Like you really—that's the first time I ever got a vibe of his personality. And like, so you thought it was serious? No, he was real easygoing. He was chill. He talked a lot of stuff, but he was real cool. But I, I never. Maybe maybe it's just my experience. I never saw anything that made him not look like yo. I'm from a place where it's real. I'm from a place. And they showed that too. They, unfortunately, I, I get it, but I hate when Baltimore gets shown one way because that's not helping the bigger place that we want to take it. I, I understand we do got to acknowledge that, but we also got to talk about, hey, Baltimore is a great city. It's a lot of great things going on. There are obvious, obvious issues going on, but I feel like as a person who's just been here from day one, it just gets to a point where it's like, all right, let's we can acknowledge that and still talk about something that's positive. Because outside of our world, when people watch that stuff and 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 view it, it further energizes a thing where it's like, yo, that's Baltimore. You know what it is. Boarded up homes. Don't want to go there. Why would I go there? I go to Orioles and I go back home. I go to Ravens, I go back home. I you ain't gonna ever catch me walking around it because it's a war zone. And I'm like, that's not my experience. But when they see stuff like that, it just further pushes a narrative that I really want us to kind of, you know, obviously we gotta we gotta acknowledge what's really going on, but at the same time, we gotta talk about like, okay, where are we trying to go? But I do think that like Tank did. A really good job. Because in the beginning, if you had told me he was a star, I would have been like, he's a good boxer. He's He could be a great boxer. Um, or really good boxer or great boxer. Um, but he, he just has a knockout punch. I saw development in his boxing. The way he does his setups. The way he is not necessarily... There was a time where Tank is just trying to knock you out. You can clearly see. I want to say it was... Um, I'm not going to say the guy's name wrong, but there was a fight that he had that, like, at one point, he was, like, he was just swinging from the rafters. Like, it did, at some point, it wasn't even about setting anything up. It's like, I'm just going to hit you until you stop. And I thought that he really, this fight showed that he really has um, learned how to, it is all about the knockout punch, but his setups to get there, are um, a lot more masterful, a lot more sweet science-esque. Um, so I think that, but to go back to the personality thing, or just like whether, I mean, look, when you punch somebody in the head, you know, it can't be good. You know, it can't be good. You know, the end results 
you know, the people who ret- I think Mayweather has shown like the people that get out early with a bag of money, they're the ones that win um, in the long term. The people that stay in and just I need one more check, I need one more check, and your brains are going to get scrambled. And I I don't hope that for Tank. I hope that he uh, gets as much money as he can and get up out of there before you know you know. Yeah, I I think for me the only one the only person that can defeat Tank is Tank. This point. Absolutely, and I, and I just hope he just stays on the the straight because I mean as far as his his boxing IQ. It seems to be off the charts. I mean, to be able to knock people out the way he's been doing it is like that's not an easy thing to do. These are these are trained professionals. I mean, it's not like they don't know what Tank is capable of, but for him to do the things that he's doing is like that's next level. That takes an immense amount of skill and understanding of patterns and you know um, just nuances in boxing that. Uh, I think he's he's destined for greatness. He's already there, but I just I just hope that he can just stay on the straight and narrow, and um, and just be the best he can be. And I was I was even looking at these uh, these championships. He only had one belt. He only had one belt, and the only and in his division, Haney has all the other belts. So this, this, so this should be interesting. Wow! So Devin Haney so has the WBO. Devin has, Haney has the IBF. The WBA, the WBC, Jeez. and some WCBC franchise lightweight championship as well. And Devontae only has a uh, WBA regular lightweight championship. So this should be interesting to see how this all plays out. Because I know it's funny how incestuous all this is because Devin and, and um, all all the young guys have fought each other before. Mm. They all have trained with each other before. So, it's, you know, they've all been around Mayweather before. So it's always it's interesting to see how this is all going to play out. Yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see does he want, because I saw many different clips, and I don't think he, I think Tank didn't, he didn't really show, no, he was like, ah, Shakur, I think he was talking about the weights, that, the, his, the weight that he has fought at, which I I think he said Shakur was at 125 at one point, he was like something to the level of like, you know, but he hasn't fought, who did he beat at 135, whatever, 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 and then, um, because Luke Thomas, I believe, had asked him about Shakur, had asked him about I think Haney, and he kind of blew all of them off. I mean, of course you're gonna, you know, anybody, you know, you're gonna talk, you're gonna talk of yourself as the alpha dog. So anybody that's not you, you're gonna be like, ah, I mean, what did he? You know, he was giving off whatever you know facts that work to that favor of what he's saying, but um. I, I would like to see him. I don't know. I really want to see him versus Shakur. Okay. I, I, that would I would be a, like that'd to. Be a, that'd be an interesting fight. And this is the beautiful thing about what we saw Saturday is that, just think about it. There was no belt on the line. There was nothing on the line. Nothing. Nothing. You know? Nothing. But Other you, than the fact that you can the, obviously the money, but to say, hey, I'm a better fighter than you. And I'm the face of boxing. Which we'll see. We'll see. You know what? I we'll but, see if that's the case. I think that, I, and but you know, the only sad part about that is there was a our era. The belts meant something. Our era, like a person that had a lot of belts in different divisions, that was like the that was like when when the announcer was like, 
listing listing off all these belts that you have, former this, former that, former this. It just made the cachet seem so much more like, man, this guy's he's ran the gauntlet, you know. And I feel like nowadays it's really more so like, you know, your brand. You know, like what does your brand stand for? What do people buy of your brand? You know, Tank's brand is like you're going to get a fight that's not going to make it because he's going to knock him out, and that sells tickets, which makes him a big dog. And, you know, that's really what, in today's boxing, it really does. I mean, yeah, it matters how many titles you have, but what it really matters is, you know, can you sell tickets? Can you make people care about your fights? I'm just looking at this pay-per-view. I mean, in five fights that... Cervantes had on pay-per-view, he's made almost 200, he's brought in almost $200 million That's in five insane, fights. That's insane, man. That's insane. $200 million in just five fights. Now, granted, a lot of that came from the um, the Garcia fight, the Ryan Garcia fight, which was $118 million. Jeez. That's crazy. That is yeah. insane, man. That is insane. Man, that is... Um... Man, to see, yo, I'm gonna tell you, um, and then we we can we can um, you know um, wrap it up. Um, I, I a really dope moment, you know, because like Baltimore, I love Baltimore, and I, you know, it's kind of you know, it's always gonna be biased because you know that's where I'm from, that's that's the home. But to see a commercial where Jay Z saying from Brooklyn to Baltimore, it's all the same. And you kind of, you know, Baltimore gets a lot of stepchild, you know, the stepchild, you know, energy a lot of times. You know, when you talk about the DMV, um, you know, Baltimore gets somewhat forgotten in all of that because, you know, D.C.'s D.C. Northern VA has found its cachet somewhere in there. Or it's 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 wave somewhere in there. Like, I don't know. I guess Northern VA has some type of wave. And then. Maryland has this funny thing where there's a lot of different worlds in one state in the mid-Atlantic that Maryland is. But most people from Baltimore, I saw this on Twitter, a girl, um, she's on the radio, can't think of her name, but she's really hitting, she's really doing big things. I'm not going to get your name wrong. But she had a tweet that I really rocked with where she was like, people from Baltimore don't consider themselves a part of Maryland. (laughs) And it's true. Like you, if you get somebody that's from Baltimore, it's like Baltimore state. And so we never really, we'll get like different shout outs through history, like a DMX shout out. Um, or, you know, like I think Jay has said Baltimore in a time. Yeah. Some other artists have said Baltimore. Uh, Raekwon has said um, Baltimore. It's a couple artists that were big time that said Baltimore and just, you know, just repped us or just, you know, showed us that light. That's Sean. But to have Jay-Z say from Brooklyn to Baltimore and just it's all the same thing. And just like doing a whole commercial where he's talking like like talking up tank, like saying like, you know, all the boxing promo type of stuff that you would say, all the motivational stuff that you. But this is for tank. In in my mm-hmm. lifetime, I have never seen a boxer like the last guy we had was, uh, and he did become a heavyweight because he beat Lennox, um, Lennox Lewis, um, 
Hasim Rahman. Hasim Rahman shot. Good job. Thanks. Hasim Rahman. You know, that was our last, like, champion from Baltimore. And he beat the guy that was, like, no one thought he could beat, be beat. Because, I mean, he beat Mike Tyson, you know? Um, uh, so, I don't know if that was for the belts. Because I think, because Mike didn't have belts after um, he lost them from Holyfield. But Mike was still a name. And he beat him twice. But Hasim beat beat him. So, that gave him a total, um, you know, shot to the moon. But since then, Tank is the last guy that really, like, rep for the city. And, like, you know, it's not just a city thing. It's, like, he's nationally known, probably worldwide known. And um, it was just dope to see a rapper that most people, you know, a lot of people would, you know, he's a legend, a legendary status. And he's talking about a kid from Baltimore. You know, and just having an actual commercial. It was just dope to see, man. I, I didn't even know. It was funny. Somebody had, I think Elliot Wilson had posted it. And I saw him, you know, training and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, wow. But my volume was off. I reposted it because it was Tank. And then I saw somebody repost it again. They're like, yo, Jay-Z's doing promos for for for, um, for Tank's um, fight? I'm like, when does Jay Z do do that? Like I, I've seen. I mean, I've seen him do some, you know, some boxes he might pick out. He pick out Tank from Baltimore. Like that's unheard of. And so just to hear what he was saying, and just the the light that that shined on the city, man. So to go to your earlier point, um, I'm rooting for him. I'm pulling for him. I want him to continue winning. I want him to be just totally. Solely focused. I hope all his people. I hope all his team. I think. Hope everybody has him. All you got to do is, man, focus. I mean, be with you know, do whatever. Like, grow as a person. But like, really, be the greatest boxer that you can be, man. Because it's so much. Whether it's fair or not fair, on your shoulders, and I think if he can really continue to be successful. I think it's great for, obviously it's great for him, but I think it would be like incredible for the city and incredible for the, you know, the town and the state and everything like that, but specifically great for Baltimore. And I think it's a historical thing, man. It's, a, it's great for us to have news that we can talk about that's inspiring um, to hear his story. You know, I heard it before the, the show, before the fight. And when you hear from what he comes from and just, to just living with his trainer, you know what I mean? His trainer's tatted on him. And, like, you know, just the story of dedication, like, you see him, you know, goofing off and on in a helicopter and in, in a, you know, multi-million-dollar car and all that, and he's playing that. But you see him working so hard, and he's like, yo, I can't, I can't stop. Like, I can't, I can't take no days off because, you know, when I take a day off, you know, when he take a day off, he's behind. I'm never going to take a day off. And I, I want him to keep that same energy. Like That's what gets you there, being just a relentless individual. And so made me proud to be from the town. Uh, rare moment in life in my 30-some-odd, my 20-some-odd years. I'm going to pull it back just a little bit uh, of life, man, to see you know, we never really had, we had people that would come from here, but we never had, 
we had, I'm sure we had some people where we, you know, like, yo, he's from our town. But it's never like he's rooted. He's from the roots of our stuff. Okay, it's Ray, it's Ed, you know. I don't know. Now it would be Lamar, but it's like Tank is our town. That's like from us. And it's like, it's dope. It's dope. To, I'm glad that I lived in a time where um, it's a guy that's like really very in tune with what the time is. And, and, and it's not an older guy. It's like a guy that represents what's going on right now. And uh, it's dope to be able to witness it. And um, yeah, I wish him all the success, man. All the success, and I, I hope that you know he just keeps on winning, putting on for the city. But uh, any, I agree. Any, 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 uh, any last? I was trying to keep it short, and we started talking. Any, any last words that you want to get leave the people? You had, you I mean you started off with such a powerful gems and stuff like that, you know, for for people in life. Um, don't limit yourself. With some other, uh, anything else you want to leave the people with? No, not at all. I think we talked about, uh, you know, the fight and what we thought about boxing in general. And, you know, we're going to try to figure this thing out about, you know, the black athlete. We're going to figure this thing out. Yeah, we got uh, to break bread on that. We got to talk about it because you made me think, made me think, you know, from some different POVs of, of the why. Like, why? Yeah. Well, again, well, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Man, always a pleasure, man. Thanks for always coming through. I know, you no know, problem. you know, my brother here is an, is a is an artist now. Um, he's not just an artist, but right now that's the hat that he has on right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know sometimes, you know, it's like, dang, I gotta, I gotta call in this favor. You know, I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta get somebody quick that I can, you know, I can talk to, and it's not, it's not hard, it's easy. Who can I call? <laughs> and I'm like, this guy is in his backyard. You know, he's got a, a waterfall. And, oh, basically you know, what you're saying is I'm always available is what you're saying. That's you what you're know, saying. No, he no, has no, no life. No, you know, he's got an easel. <laughs> no, he's focused because he's, he's creating art. So, he's you know, he's got his easel and he's, he's, he's painting. There's some music in the background. I don't know what jams. I don't know. You know, it, he has a playlist. It could be a... Anybody could be, you know, on that playlist, you know, you know, he's not limited. And here he hears, he gets this call from me and I'm like, you know, I did, you know, I don't want to disturb him as he's doing his art, you know, but I need Al's, you know, fight combos because Al actually watches fighting. I had to tell her the rip. No, you can't. I could have talked to anybody. This guy was watching the fight. He was watching it. He loves fight sports. He loves MMA. He loves boxing. So when you got to have a conversation with somebody who can conversate about that. <laughs> so I'm glad that I was able to to pull that card with you, my brother. You know, you know, always come through in the clutch, man. I appreciate you.